Welcome to Lady Lair Live. My name is Ashton Keith, and I'm a chef, food stylist, and culinary instructor in New York City. Every Sunday night, I invite an industry lady friend over to my swanky Lady Lair apartment and teach them how to create a meal with ingredients I have on hand. We drink wine, chat about pop culture, and embrace the notion of everyday cooking and celebrations. This is not your mother's cooking show. Nothing is prepped or styled here. This is real life. Welcome to my kitchen. Welcome to Lady Lair Live. I have my good friend Phoebe Lapine on with me today and we recorded this a couple weeks ago when we were still in the throes of summer and she and I make a grilled Mexican corn salad and uh, we talk about her new book, The Wellness Project. I guess it's not really that new anymore but it's the spring and it is the perfect book if you are looking to get on a back to school health kick. And she talks about everything from hydrating appropriately to eating uh, things that are better for your body. And even um, we talk a little bit about hormones and medicine and beauty products. And she's just really lovely and fun. And we laugh through this whole episode. So if you miss the recipe, it's also online. And I encourage you to get to the farmer's market and make this salad before summer is over. Um, have a great day. Welcome to Lady Lair Live. I am with my friend Phoebe Lapine, and we are going to make a grilled street corn salad, which I, I said your last name right. Yeah, I always say everybody's last name wrong, like when I get on the thing, like, (laughs) that's awful. (laughs) Um, But we're making a grilled Mexican street corn salad, and we're going to chat about your recently published book, which I adored, and I actually read when I was in Cuba, and then I put down in the airport, because, like, I'm, like, a big gift giver, like, Mm -hmm. with books. Like, you'll see I don't have any books except for my cookbooks, because... I was actually looking around your apartment, I was like, no books. A very small book. People think that I'm dumb, but I'm not. (laughs) I was actually an English major, but I think that I use the library. A, I think the only person still uses the public library. No, I think it's great. I love it. I think New Yorkers more so than other people use the library. Maybe, and it's always air conditioned in there. And the one that I go to on right on Greenwich Avenue is like so nice and always has all the new releases. It's pretty cool. I'm a door. But um, I think that giving books away is, like, mm. this, like, weird reciprocal thing. So mm-hmm. I, like, was sitting at this airport bench in Cuba, which was, like, the least infrastructured <laughs> airport I've ever been in my entire life. And I put it down, like, on the little table next to me. And I, walk, like, got up to walk away and board the plane. And a lady comes up, not even joking. She comes up to me. She's like, you left your book. I was like, no, no, no. I left it there because I'm hoping somebody will take it and read it on their vacation. And she's like, oh, my God, I was looking for a book like this. Wait, that's amazing. Yeah, so I always do that no matter what. Like, I gave a book to a friend that I had only met, like, twice. And he was like, I love surfing. I want to get into surfing more. And I had, like, a surfing book. I don't know why I had a surfing book. But I was like, here, take this book. And he like, I need to start doing that. I'm such a hoarder, especially with books. Oh, my God. I have no emotional attachment to anything except for people. <laughs> wow. Okay, I need to take some cute and food and food. No, no? but like foods that can like you consume it. It still yeah. doesn't matter. You're giving it away to your stomach. I yeah, it's like at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter. It's who you're with. I really believe that. Okay, yeah, I guess I do too. So I'm gonna turn on my stove. You keep chopping. I ha- talking. I have a like a grill pan griddle on my stove top. I'm just gonna put it. Like, and I was remarking at how clean it is because my indoor grill pan is like you know a I, charred, disgusting mess, and the smoke alarms go off like the second well, I turn I it on. I will probably have to take this one out, but. I use this one a lot for TV, so I don't even, like, cook with it a lot. You're so smart. Anytime I style anything that's grilled or, like, I have to do something for a client, I'll either go to their house and do mm-hmm. it. Like, I won't put something grilled on a menu unless they have a grill when I yeah. get there to use. Or I'll go 
to my parents in New Jersey and style something and test yeah. that thing that's on a grill because that's like a real grill. Yeah. This is like not accurate. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, so my grill pan's heating. I have like six ears of corn on here. I'm just going to put a little bit of olive oil. But explain about your book because I did, I'm so glad I chose a gluten-free menu today because I do know you're gluten-free and I have so many questions to ask you because my sister actually has Crohn's disease. Oh, no. So she is like fascinated by all like health and wellness and like making yourself like I don't know just an overall healthier happier person it's just essentially what your book is about right yes I mean it's about my my journey with yes. autoimmune disease mm -hmm. and kind of getting to the point where I decided to take on this year-long wellness project yeah. to dedicate you know just I mean it's not a that long a period of time, but in today's, I don't know, express culture <laughs> with quick fixes, like, yeah, it's definitely longer than my physicians were necessarily giving me to, like, get my act together, yeah. so I really wanted to take kind of, like, the slow and steady route back up the in the life approach, I guess you could say. Like, yeah. this is a lifestyle, not yeah. necessarily, like, look what you said, a quick fix. Exactly. So I made one change one month at a time. Okay. Everything from, you know, various aspects of diet mm. and switching my personal care products to naturals and hydrating properly and yeah. taking care of my gut critters and my hormones oh and my, my stress levels. So I have so much to ask you, but the first thing, okay, so what have you still maintained? And then I'll tell you my favorite areas of the book and then like, I'm just so curious. So what have you, have you maintained all of it? No. So during the project, it was never meant to be cumulative. Got it. I really wanted to know, like, what is worth my time, money, and energy. Okay. And in order to know that, I wanted it to be Test all in isolation. Okay. Yeah. And Are you, also, like, a right brain person? or Because this sounds no, very scientific. No, I'm not. And I was not a big reader of, like, wellness books, health books prior to this. That's I read cookbooks. And... Yeah, of course. So you were a chef by trade. Yes. Yes. Would you call Not yourself? by official training, but would you by call trade. Your, would you call yourself a chef? I do. I don't feel comfortable calling myself a okay. chef, but I tried to call myself a professional home cook for a while, and it just confused people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair, And fair. someone said, they go, do people pay you to cook for them? I said, yes. And they go, then you're, you're a chef. chef. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get that. I get that. Okay. But continue. I mean, I'm, I'm trained in, like, the art of home cooking. Okay. But that's fair. But I can scale it up to, like, I mean, you know. yes, you get paid for. So yes, you are. Yes. So I'm a gluten-free chef. Um, but where was I? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm fascinated by the corn. No, it's okay. Corn is just like, I'm making, basically making popcorn. It's going to get so hot in here, by the way. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's like 100 degrees in New York right now. It's like 100 right degrees. But see how crappy this works? Yeah. So my girl hand just is like kind of like a poor man's, I don't know. before going into this yeah. that you can't really find that middle ground, that idea of balance until you do experience some of the extremes okay. and just like, you know, the contrast of like how you feel, yeah. you know, by living my life this way with yeah. this change versus not. And I do think like that kind of like visceral um, reaction that your body has is definitely like the most compelling thing to get you to oh stick to a habit. Um, so yeah, so I guess the first month was probably the most extreme that I went, and that was I gave up alcohol, caffeine, and sugar for a month. I don't know why you did that one first. Like again, like, because my willpower was strong. <laughs> you were so excited. Yeah, and they were also my biggest vices. Okay, by the way, what month was this? One. What? Oh, no, January. January. Yeah. Okay, well that's an, an easier, easier month. month. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think, again, like, the idea was to find, like, moderation going forward. Um, and, it, like, again, trying things just in isolation, I kind of, like, could feel, like, what, yeah. like, the best practice was. So, like, for example, like, for the hydration month, I tried to drink half my body weight in ounces of water. That's smart. Um, a day. And, yeah, that's kind of, like, the going rule. Yeah. And so you adhere to that one still. Yeah. That, I mean, that was really easy. Like, yeah. I, I like drinking water. I know there are definitely people that that would be harder for. Of course. And that's kind of, you know, the whole point of the project is that, you know, the things that have the best, like, scientific and spiritual intentions for yeah. other people might not work for me. And so I you did You do a my very good job at, like, explaining that in the book, though. You're not oh, preachy good. at all. You're like, this might not work for you, but, like, this is the one that, like, I can, you know, you're very um, realistic, I think, in those senses. Like, you're not trying to push any kind of, like, philosophy on anybody. Yeah. Well, there's, like, a big disclaimer at the beginning that says But you're, that. like, a human. Yeah. You're, like, a normal person. Yeah. There's so many people, I feel like, in the health space, because I'm, like, a glutton lover. I'm more of, like, a European. Like, I just do everything <laughs> in moderation, but nothing, like, no, but over. That's the dream. That's, that's the goal. I mean, I think it's You're from killing it. <laughs> yes. Um, but I'm saying, like, you approach it in, like, a very similar, approachable way. A lot of people in the health space, is what I was saying, is, like, are not like that. That sounds yeah. like a little... No, I mean, well, that's that was my... That's my opinion. That's why I had to write my own book, book and create my own project. I'm not right-brained, yeah. but nothing else out there was really, like, Working. appealing to me, and yeah. it was causing a lot of guilt and shame. Yeah. I mean, my, my doctors, frankly, were causing a lot of guilt and shame, and the book is an anti-doctor, but it's kind of just, like, you have to create your Make own framework for change. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, it... So with the water thing, you know, okay, that's one that I, you stuck with. It's one that I stuck with easily, but it was also yeah. like from doing it like more regimented day in day out. Yeah. I kind of you know could internalize like what a good water day feels like, and so oh. I don't have to you know like count count or monitor myself. And that yeah. was ultimately the goal was like going forward after having had this whole year-long experience, like, yeah. I don't want any rules for myself. Well, you had a year of rules. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but and the, then, like, editors and, like, people telling yeah. you, like, like, it's a lot to do because, like, also it's your job, too. Yeah. So there's, like, that added pressure of, like, <laughs> if you screw up, you're like, oh, my God, it's, like, everything. Yeah. Well, also people are like, did it work? I'm like, yeah, thank God. It, it did. did work. <laughs> it did work. It did work. You feel yeah. better, right? I do, yeah. So I have Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune disease that affects my thyroid gland. Okay. Which controls, the main control is your metabolism and your energy levels. Okay. So the main symptom is usually some sort of weight fluctuation okay. and being, like, terminally exhausted. And Which is probably even worse than your weight fluctuating. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> no, some, some would argue not, but um, Phoebe is very thin. <laughs> yeah, and actually, so I should say this just because the more I've talked about it, the more other people have come forward. Yeah. But, um, usually it's weight gain with Hashimoto's because oh. your thyroid slows down. But I had strangely lost weight that initially. That sounds like a terrible problem. Well, exactly. But here's why no, it's I bad don't. for me Please. because Please. I didn't take it. I was like, this is great. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I can't get out of bed. But like, I looked like great. Thin, but it didn't look great. That's the thing is like, you I totally so didn't thin. look great. Um, my corn is still like popping all over the place here. We'll take it outside in a second and then we'll just cut it and I'll show it. It'll be like a raw slash yeah. grilled corn I mean, There's some char marks. There's some char marks on my indoor grill and it's, it's like 97 million FA yeah. degrees. We're in okay. Right we're now. okay. We're okay with the grill. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so
So continue. So you okay? Uh, so yeah, Hashimoto's thyroiditis yes. was losing weight, which I later learned was because my gut was in like such dire straits that I oh. wasn't absorbing any nutrients. I knew my digestion was bad. That was another symptom. Yes. And three um, ears of corn to cool oh, off, perfect. and then we'll cut those off in a sack. Yay! After everything cools for a sack. Awesome. So, yeah, so that was, you know, a strange and mysterious symptom. And one of the reasons why I think, like, no doctor was really, like, taking me through, like, what this disease meant. Yeah. Um, so eventually I kind of, you know, I first ignored the diagnosis. Then once, like, the stomach stuff got bad enough to be an occupational hazard as yeah. someone who's an aspiring chef and food writer, went to see a holistic doctor, and he told me I couldn't have gluten anymore, and I, like... <laughs> seriously the next day um but really like kind of that was the turning point to jumping a little bit too far down the rabbit hole yeah, of wellness yeah. and getting just really overwhelmed by all the conflicting information out there there is a balance and I think that that's like something you do explain yeah but yeah so but it is it's about finding whatever that balance is for you yeah and course. so I say like kind of the whole process of the year was figuring out where my hard lines were and where oh, the wiggle room is. So that's good. like the things that have carried over, I actually got more serious, like gluten became more of a hard line once okay. I understood like what my body was actually doing oh, when I ate gluten. Because um, I said to myself, I'm like, ah, oh, gluten sensitivity. It's not like I have celiac or like one yeah. of my organs is mm -hmm. going to be like permanently destroyed, but it actually is. It's just a different yeah. organ. It's my thyroid. Yeah. So the thyroid protein and the gluten protein look really similar. So when your body's having like a crazy inflammatory response to one, it kind of is a chicken or the egg situation. So wow. now that's my hard line. And okay. then the rest of the stuff is, you know, kind of just like a whole toolkit that I pull, a toolkit that I pull from day in, day out. And sometimes certain things are easy and yeah. other times not. And like every day is different. And yeah. sometimes you're traveling and just have to like let, let it go course. a little bit more than of usual. Course. And, yeah, I don't know. In terms of, like, the things that I try and be a little bit more yeah. strict about, I try and meditate every day for mm -hmm. 20 minutes. and That's helped me so much. I have yeah. to say the same thing. Like, everybody I've talked to, maybe it's just, like, the trend, but it's, like, a good trend. Like, I don't oh, mind it's if great. it's It's trendy. an ancient trend. It's yeah. an ancient trend. But I do the same thing. I think that's, like, something that's, like, a really like good thing to totally into like your daily life mm -hmm. um I have to ask you how about the beauty products because that was the thing oh, that yeah. shocked me the most because we were just talking and being in this podcast if I don't cut it out and we were <laughs> being goofy and saying that it, the reason I don't do video anymore is because that I don't have to do hair and makeup but I'm just not like a makeup person I've never been a girly person mm. but then you know when you start to buy makeup for yourself like what you said it was very true it's not inexpensive and I no. am like fascinated by all of that because everything I use is probably on that list of things that you're not supposed to use yeah, well, I mean, again, it's if you're not using makeup that often... It doesn't matter. Great. Like, yeah. your products are not going to be, you know, those chemicals are not things you're interacting with every single day. So, for me, it was very daunting. I worked in the beauty industry before you I... You did? Uh -huh. I had no idea. Uh -huh, yeah. Um, I know. Irony. Hashtag irony. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where did so, you work? I need all the details. I worked this. at L'Oreal. Okay. A few different brands, but I had just, you know, like like a closet full of products that lasted me. I mean, I just 
completely stockpiled everything. Oh my and gosh, those big I worked at Kiehl's. So I had the, the Kiehl's I like, because <laughs> I was like a first year out of college. And you're like, I, I'm poor! I managed the product closet in addition to other responsibilities. And so you're yeah. like, this one for me, this oh, yeah, one for the I actually held the key, so I would just like steal. <laughs> and it got to the point where my friends got so spoiled. So they were like that, getting like birthday presents of like, no, not even every time I'd have dinner with them, I'd be like, here's a sample, here's a sample. And I don't remember, I had one friend, she's so funny. I, what she, did you study in college? Her urban studies. related <laughs> to marketing or business. Uh, that's why I can manage the product closet. No, but I had this one friend who I gave her, like, you know, the little, like, mini keels, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. body wash. Okay. And she was like, ugh. Like, what? She's like, that's it? <laughs> She's like, I wanted some anti-aging cream. And you're like, oh my god, I've like, gone I'm, too far. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry I didn't manage to, like, steal your $60 <laughs> jar of Abacene. Like, <laughs> oh so anyway, well, it was a lot to awesome. transition for me. Yes. And it felt very wasteful, but, you know, as I kind of, like, learned I'm more, getting this hoarding mentality. Like, yeah, I am a hoarder. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Okay, um, so we're also just going to cut, I'm just going to cut the kernels off the ear of corn. Perfect. So just go ahead, and I know it's not completely done, but we're going to just like go with it because yeah. I don't want to smoke us out of this apartment. Um, and then after you cut the ears of corn off of this, we're going to do, you know what milk the corn milk of the corn is, right? Yeah. We're going to milk good. it. We're going to milk it. So basically that Sweet. means we're just going to like run our knife along the sides of the ear of corn, and that's going to produce like, kind of this like liquidy goodness, gold goodness and that's just gonna go on our salad too so we're gonna do that for all i've never food. done that for salad only for corn soup i'm excited oh my God, i love it it's so good it's like an extra creaminess without like adding dressing yes. oh awesome yeah what a smart idea you should do oh, this for a living you know i thought about it <laughs> <laughs> you should become a chef <laughs> in people's homes in New York yeah. and 
you know, I kind of just redid my, my quote-unquote, like, professional site for, okay. for those services. And so it's a little bit more front and center now, like, the health angle. But it used to actually just be this completely separate oh. site from my blog, which where it's, you know, fairly clear, like, what my point of view is. Um, so people, you know, didn't necessarily seek me out, like, okay. just because I'm a healthy Got it. Chef so it was a little bit chef. more of, like, a general... Yeah, and now I've, like, become a little, now, I, you know, it says it a little bit more yeah. up front what my specialties are, and it's great. Would I'll you get call people. that your specialty, like, the healthy? Yeah, I say healthy comfort food. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, will you, will you explain? Okay, so you say healthy hedonism. Is that, yes. like, that's, like, a term that's that the thing. all yeah. over Phoebe's book here you can use this time. That's my philosophy. And I think that's, like, a really healthy, modern, like, fun, approachable way to do it. Because otherwise, like, I'm just going to, like, that's just boring if you're yeah. that, you know, annoying and healthy. Yeah, and that was a pursuit, things. you know, that's, okay, like, so what I tried. Okay, yeah, that is exact. I mean, and you do a very good job with that. Thank you. I mean, I try. Some days are healthier than others. Some days are a little bit more hedonistic. But, you know, it's all about... Again, it's like it sounds so cliche and trite, but it's all about the balance. Like really sometimes, is. you know, when I'm traveling and I just know I'm going to be more exhausted yeah. than usual, then I know to like be extra careful about like the diet piece or just extra careful about like getting to bed at a reasonable hour, not like, you know, overscheduling myself up the wazoo, even though I was just on book tour and did not take my advice on that. That's okay. But you only, like, how many, how often are you on book tour? Like every couple exactly. of years? Like enjoy yeah. it when you're in it. But I was, I mean, even that though, I was like, okay, I definitely didn't like eat my way through these cities in the way that I have oh, in the past because yeah. I was like, I have to be careful because I'm already setting myself on. up for disaster yeah, energetically. Like, yeah, no, but it's true. It's so true. I think that's great. Okay, so just, just two lines here. Ooh, that's a beautiful jar. Thank you. Canvas Home Store. Oh, oh I love. My I know. goodness. And I think I'm just so much trouble there because it was right next to Haven's Kitchen for so long. And then yes. I'm going to put a little bit of salt in here and do me the honors of doing a little bit of olive oil. I think it's going to need more salt, but okay. I'll just have you give me a glug in there, and I'll get you uh -oh. a spoon. I left, my, me. I left my cocoons. Oh, here. <laughs> I can give you a towel. <laughs> Here we take this. Perfect. Um, okay, so you adhere to the gluten thing. Sorry I'm jumping all around. No, it's fine. I adhere to the gluten thing. I don't eat a ton of dairy anymore, but, like, I totally will. We're having yeah. a little today, I know, because we're making a Mexican corn salad, which is totally oh, fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's like figuring out the things that are, are worth it and not, and yeah. it's worth it, I don't know, it's more important to me to have flexibility, Yeah. and per what you were talking about with the products, I actually found, like, you know, some of the one-time changes, mm -hmm. you know, it, it was, took some upfront investment to switch my products, yeah. and definitely had to do them over time, since, as I mentioned, I had so many of yeah, them, of course. but now I don't have to think about it ever now again, whereas, like, it. food, unfortunately, is, you like, to think about it every single every day, single it's day, not like you put on a makeup, and you'll, that thing will last for six right. months. So true. those are the things that I obviously stick with because it's easy. Yes, we've and, already made yeah. the change. And even then, I try not to. You know, if I if I travel, I'm staying at a hotel. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna like poo poo the yeah. the hotel shampoo and of conditioner if I haven't you know brought if my you didn't own. Bring it. Yeah. Although well, that's just like a smart. You're yeah. just like a nice person too. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> I mean, you're like realistic. Know. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Give this a nice little toss. Um, and but the point is, is that like you know, I'm putting some hot sauce in because why not? Not being perfect, you know, not following your quote unquote rules yeah. every day is not going to kill you. No. And like, I'm a highly sensitive person. You are. 
I'm a highly sensitive person. Yeah, autoimmune people are highly sensitive people. Like, like my like physically, emotionally, like what do you mean? No, I mean physically for sure. Yes, because um, your body just reacts so strongly so quickly to stuff. Yeah, I mean I cry a lot too, so <laughs> But no, I mean I actually think I actually think a lot of autoimmune people are people who are really tough on the outside and like keep a lot inside and that explains my sister as well. Mm. Yeah, because then it just starts to like fester. I think I'm like the opposite of an autoimmune. Like my feelings <laughs> just like come out of my mouth, and then I like That's great. I like love strong. I hate strong. Like I don't keep company. I don't like. I don't hold on to things I don't like. That's very healthy. Maybe. That's why you're like you're thriving, girl. <laughs> in my 500 square foot studio apartment. No, you are, I, by the way, I did the whole wellness project in a 400 square foot studio I, apartment. You, uh, you totally are my yeah. inspiration. My I square footage it. is a kind of cheap though because I had a um it wasn't a duplex but I had a loft I know you always so, explain it I think it's so funny that when you doesn't talk about count <laughs> as part of the square footage so like I was lucky like my you have like a bedroom yeah and then you're 400 square feet yeah and then like you know my bedroom was a nightmare but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, felt, it felt better yeah I don't know. um okay so we just put olive oil hot sauce in there would you chop up that sure uh, how much do you want you know what do all of it and I don't okay. even mind the stems in it which sounds I very know. weird I just like it all I don't care well cilantro stems are so much more tender they are they're way different than parsley yeah um and then i always use i'm using creme fraiche because what i have you could use sour cream i'm gonna do like a quarter cup of it it's not a massive amount you could totally omit it do you want this rough is that good chef great (laughs) (laughs) shut the fuck up this is like (laughs) the lettuce in our salad it is like the lettuce some people hate cilantro so when i was getting some i was like i really hope you know my boyfriend does but I also think he's like a faker like I put it in like chimichurri <laughs> it'll be and, in like, something pastos. and he won't notice it no, no. when it's pureed and like masked by well, like maybe. some sort of citrus or like garlic notice. is a good um yeah like, good mask of it and then I'm also saying, eats guacamole that is like not prepared by us I'm like there's cilantro, cilantro yeah. <laughs> so he's full of shit like, flash, yeah like, he, his old roommate, who's, like, his best friend and, you know, his, yeah. his bro, yeah. he really can't handle cilantro. And he'll notice I'm it like, Charlie, like, didn't just, like, catch it from the <laughs> like, He's like, no, it tastes like soap to me. I'm like, but it really tastes like soap to him. He like, once, like, threw a burrito at his ex-girlfriend's face because he's like, people there's cilantro in there. People will smell it. Oh, like, yeah. some people are, like, super sensitive, so I totally get it. Like, I absolutely get it, but um, that's pretty funny, yeah. It's a, a very interesting thing. And then I put uh, ricotta salada because I didn't have cojita. So oh, it looks delicious. It's just like a weird Italian slash Mexican street corn salad that didn't get grilled all the way. But no, I'm into it. It actually looks really I'm like a big proponent of making salads that aren't salads. Like, yes. that's like my goal in life is to like show like part people. condiment, part, yeah. part side dish, part yeah. like dressing. <laughs> <laughs> just like all of the above. I think it needs more salt. I can okay. feel it in my brain. And then we it bones. Um, okay, but one thing I really do want to talk to you about, because I think it's so interesting, and I've been doing this for years, and I'm so glad you brought it up, is the fertility awareness method. <gasps> Have you really? You really I, don't meet many people oh who do. God. Give me a high it's five, so girl. Funny. It's so funny. I've been doing it for probably like five years, Thank and I had a serious you. boyfriend, and I'm dating now, and I'm like so transparent about it, and it's so funny. I went to this dinner that party. That is amazing. Like, 
I was so sick for so long. I was on the pill since I was like 15. I was so sick. Maybe like the last three years I was on it, mm-hmm. nobody could figure out what's wrong with me. Not the gynecologist, not the general yeah. practitioner. I got blood work done. The gynecologist was probably like, wait, do you want the pill? Oh, yes. you're already on it? Yeah, okay, like, then like, like, I can't change fix it you. to a different, like, yeah. and I'd be like, uh, no. And I couldn't tell if they were like pushing the drug or if they just like really didn't know. And I found out they just when, really don't know. I know, and then they push the drug. And they're like, like we, and then I would get more drugs to get rid of all of like the UTIs oh, I was Jesus. getting. It was terrible. This is a TMI moment on my podcast, <laughs> but I figure only women really listen, so it's yeah. fine. <laughs> and but, they're all drunk. So. And they're all drunk. So, <laughs> so, but then I was at this dinner party, and this girl, I for some reason it came up, and I just got ballsy enough to ask her, and she's like, it changed my life. I went off the pill, and within, I want to say, like three weeks, <clears throat> my whole body changed. Yeah. My skin changed. My mood changed. And it was like, I'm never going back on that again. Well, mine changed, like, immediately for the even worse than I already was. But to me, that was just, like, such an eye-opening thing. The fact that I had withdrawal for multiple months, I'm like, yes. this thing is so powerful. It's and so powerful. And we're, like, tiny on the scale of, like, this pill is, like, for people that are, like, 500 pounds and for people who are, like, that's actually, I've never you know what I mean? So that. it's a massive amount of hormones. I don't know. So I'm, like, when I read that, I was like, I'm so glad that people are talking about this. And it was on the Today Show, like, two days ago. Get out. When I was like, this is awesome. Maybe because they read my book and rejected me, but like they're like, there's some good ideas in here. <laughs> no, I have no idea. Have you been on and done a demo? You need no, to No, they rejected me from the cooking segments, but mm, it's a little limey. No, I, mean, I love it. Really? Mm-hmm. I think it needs more salt. More also, salt, but and it's got a lot of lime. I see, that is my palate, girl. I'm into it. Okay. It's like the perfect amount of lime for me. Awesome. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I did the olive oil, so I'm clearly like... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no, I'm so happy to hear it, and it's yes. hilarious because people who have read that chapter, I mean, my partner Charlie's, like, actually his cilantro-hating old roommate's like best friend, like, he was like, so, first of all, it was very sweet of him to read the entire book, cover That's to cover. awesome. He was like, so, Charlie, I have some questions about like, this chapter, like, I'm pretty this. sure this is how pregnancies happen. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not. Like, it's a really good way to get pregnant because then you know when you are very fertile. And, like, I have girlfriends that are trying to get pregnant that do use it for that Mm -hmm. reason. But, like, it's just as easy Mm -hmm. to do it without getting pregnant. Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought that was, like, a ballsy-ass chapter, and I was very excited to see it. And I'm glad to hear, you know, I think some people are like, well, I'm I'm single, so that's, I just have to stay on the pill. Like, frankly, I got off it when I was single before I met Charlie. Yeah. And... I would say, though, like, had I done it sooner and, like, in college, I probably would have been, like, way less, like, like risque in terms of, like, <laughs> my condom use for, like, first-time partners. I'm just, like, being completely yes, honest, but right. I think many women Are kind of use it because... As a, like, a, a protection, like, yeah. a built-in... But yeah. even more than that, I was just like, it doesn't even matter because you feel, I felt so, it's almost like the gluten thing. I felt so yeah. much better not on it right. that it didn't even matter, mm-hmm. that it was kind of like, I don't even... Like, I don't care what anybody thinks because it's like I'm a different person and like I like this version of myself better. And I can't believe I spent the last 12 years being this other hormone jacked up yeah. person. You have to read Sweetening the Pill. It's one of really? the books I've got to research. It's it's really, I mean. Have you read The Plant Paradox? Yeah. Uh, I haven't read it yet. Yeah. I don't know if I can do it. It's It talks about, like, it has a whole section on this too. And it talks about. Does it? Yeah. It talks about, like, how a lot of animals carry hormones now and, like, one chicken breast is, like, the equivalent of. Well, yeah, that's Like, all that true. stuff. And it kind of touches on it very lightly in a very doctory um, mm-hmm. male. Yeah. <laughs> I just spit cilantro <laughs> on you. That was 
it's so funny. I don't. But like, yes. So, but I loved that chapter, and I think it's really, really cool.